Hi, Mariah. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, it's going well. How's it going for you? How's it hanging, Kelly? Because <laughs> I know that's your favorite question. <laughs> I don't mind being asked that question. I didn't know people had an issue with that. It's hanging. It's hanging pretty loose. <laughs> I don't know if other people have an issue with it. I just don't know how to answer that question, as I've said before. There you go. It's hanging loose. I... Shaka, bra. Here's... No. I was just going to say, the problematic thing about it, that is like, what is the... If your teeth are hanging loose, that's concerning. Your eyeball is hanging loose, that's concerning. It's a concept. It's not like tied to a specific <laughs> thing, you know? The way you said it's a concept. <laughs> Explain it to me like I'm five, but a dumb five-year-old. <laughs> it is something that mm-hmm. you feel, but not something you can touch. <laughs> oh, that's even more confusing. <laughs> I'm, I think that's because you're dumb. So, <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Great. Perfect. I'm glad to hear that it's hang. I think I'm glad to hear that it's hanging loose. Is that a good thing? Yeah. I'd say okay, that's great. a good thing. Uh, just for the record, I don't think Mariah's dumb. That was <laughs> for the bit. It was for the bit. <laughs> and I'd like everyone to know that I always knew that Kelly didn't think I was dumb, and I also knew that it was for the bit. This was an under a mutual relational understanding yes, that we had. I just wanted to clear up any listener misconceptions before they went any further. Before, before we had like a TMZ clip about yeah. us, super famous <laughs> podcasters. Breaking news: <laughs> Kelly called Mariah dumb in the latest Peak Distraction episode. <laughs> And Mariah missed it. She must actually be dumb. Maybe Kelly's on something. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. And then Mariah asked, where is the pudding? Where anyhow? Gosh, it's really kind chocolate, tapioca, <laughs> vanilla. If it's butterscotch, leave it at home. I don't want anything to do with it. That's you don't all. like butterscotch pudding? Who hurt um, you? <laughs> Well, Kelly, if you'd like me to write out an alphabetized list, no. Um, I don't know. I just, it's like, it's kind of too bitter and too sweet at the same time. Like when I think about it, I haven't had it in a long time. So maybe I'm totally misconceptualizing this, but. I also could, this could be one of those instances where everybody but me hates butterscotch. So that will be our poll question for this episode. (laughs) <laughs> Do you actually like butterscotch pudding? Check yes Are you or no. Team Mariah or Team Kelly on this one? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like, if I had the option between butterscotch and chocolate, I would choose chocolate. But if I could have like layers of butterscotch and chocolate, I'd probably do that. Oh, that'd be like a butterfinger. Yeah, which I like. I really like butterfingers. Butterfingers I- are one of the superior candy bars. I agree. Have you ever had a Chico stick? No. They are like the inside of a Butterfinger, but I had I had never thought too much about it because I've like had them my whole life. Like it was a childhood candy that I had. It was one of my mom's favorites. Um, and I didn't realize it, but it's kind of coated in coconut. 
but it's also it's just that crispy inside of the butterfinger but it's got a layer of like crispy coconut that sounds delicious it's incredible i'm not a big coconut person but mm-hmm. when coconut and chocolate are combined i'm i'm in count me I'm, in i'm so sorry there's no chocolate in a chico oh. stick but, but you could the dip it in chocolate. Finger, there's like it's something sweet with it. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's, it's that like, peanut buttery, crunchy, flaky yeah. plus. It's like two sevenths of a seven layer bar. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I don't think that that can be. That's the smallest common denominator, yeah. in my opinion. I'm sorry. I just I have to think of everything in terms of math. You- so. <laughs> Math is my love language. Speak to me in numbers. That is the language of love. I don't even have anything to say. I just... That's fair. Uh, what's your question for today? That's, that's good redirect. I love it. Um, <clears throat> okay. If trees could talk in state parks... What do you think they would gossip about all day? I mean, like, there's so much. I'm just thinking about, like, myself in a state park and, (laughs) like, the hikes, what Mm -hmm. we do at camp. There's some great material there. Yeah. Like... I, like, I'm thinking about my friend Skylar. Shout out to Skylar. Um, yeah, shout out Skylar. We love you. When, like, if we go on a hike with just the two of us, it is a, a bitch session the entire time. <laughs> it is a release in nature. Um, so, like, the trees would have so much to talk about. And they're probably like, man, I'm so glad I'm a tree. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. I feel like they would also have material from the different animals that live in trees, like squirrels. I almost said rabbits, but they don't live in trees. Can you believe that the birds made a nest in that tree this year? (laughs) (laughs) Who are they? I'm clearly the superior tree to have a nest built in. How dare they? Also, do you think that if trees could talk, that humans would be able to hear them? Hmm. No. Why? Well, I don't okay, know. So in your, I don't in your even magical... know how to answer that. So I guess it's just, would you want to be able to hear trees if they could speak English or whatever language? Yeah, they, trees have been around. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's true. And they really would have the best gossip. And they're wise because they've been around. So most of them, some of them are probably dum-dums no matter how, no matter how old they get. Yeah. Like, it's like. The ones that like half the leaves don't come in or they come in differently every year. Those are the dumb trees (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Oh, man. I just... I don't know. Anything else? What do you think Mm. they would say? Well, so here's what I'm also thinking about. It's like... Because there are trees that are different. There have to be trees that have names like... The French silver pine. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's got to be different countries of origin, things like that. So I wonder if they would speak the languages of their home nations. Do they have accents? Do they have a sense of humor? I hope they have a sense of humor. 
I think that the ones that have the leaves that grow in funny probably have the best senses of humor because they have to. Probably. That's kind of like... I have a sense of humor. Because <laughs> <laughs> your leaves grow in funny? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, me too. <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> Trees are the metaphor for life. I- <laughs> now they are. No one's ever thought of that before, and now we own that idea. Yeah. Don't steal it. We'll sue you. <laughs> I'm Kelly. And I'm Mariah. And this is Peak Distraction, a podcast about everything. Okay, so I just have to say this right off the bat. (laughs) We have not recorded for a couple of weeks. Yeah. At least that's what it feels like. And also... Let's be honest, if you are a regular listener, this summer has just probably, it. our summers have been chaotic, so it's yeah. probably, like, <laughs> podcast-wise been chaotic as well, um, and it just feels like we haven't had a consistent recording schedule, and, like, two yeah. weeks feels like a really, it feels much longer than two weeks, actually, but we hopped on, and I was like, oh, no, is this going to be, like, Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, where we just, like, <laughs> forgot how to act? the podcast i can't believe you just made that comparison i love that literally i mean that's what's wrong with gilmore girls a year in the life is that apparently all of them forgot how to do their profession i can i give you a hot take yeah i really like a year in the life what i really enjoy it what there's nothing enjoyable about it what do you enjoy i don't know i think i okay yes i do know i think that i like that each episode was a season okay that's pretty general but i like that as well that was my first (laughs) that's the first step kelly i'm getting there let me get to my point i also liked that every character who we loved had their own had their same little bits even if they didn't do them super well, it was still like, oh, there's Patty and Babette. There they are. Look at them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that it was... I, like, okay, like, it, it, it did the nostalgia well. Yeah. I also think that the reason I enjoyed them is because I had just finished my first watch through of Gilmore Girls. And so, like, I went from my first watch through to a couple of months later watching the year in the life. And so it's like a really, and it was a really good time in my life. I almost strictly have positive memories tied to that year. So I think that that's part of it too. That makes sense. So I've been watching Gilmore girls since I was 12. Mm -hmm. I have all of the episodes memorized, right? Like yeah. when I had my concussion earlier this year, I literally listened to Gilmore Girls. I did it and it wasn't boring. I didn't need to watch it. Part of that is because this is a dialogue heavy show. Yeah. But the other part of that is because like I can picture everything that's going on in that episode. I've seen it hundreds of times. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was like really overhyped for people that had been watching it for like – 
I'm rewatching those episodes for so long. Yeah. Um, and as someone that had like had whatever almost 12 years to like overanalyze every <laughs> character, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I appreciated the nostalgia. I appreciated the seasons. There were definitely some character arcs I like. Um, my big thing though is that Rory's character doesn't make sense. Yep. At all. Yep. Which so that's why like overarchingly I'm like not enjoyable because the main character does not line up with who the main character was in the first seven seasons. Like that's there's so no true. way Rory as we know her would make those decisions. And also like we didn't we weren't given a reason why she lost all of her confidence. It was yeah. just like all of a sudden she was every yeah. other person because I feel like a lot of people myself included in our mid to late 20s are feeling lost and unsure and whatever and like we yeah. had this solid footing of school and now all of a sudden that's gone blah 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 but like that's not who Rory has ever been so that's a really good point I had never actually thought about that I just was like oh relatable content me too dude but yeah you're right I'm sorry to shatter the glass no. for you no it's okay I can um, still enjoy still, it it's still enjoyable I still watch it every time I watch through it I just feel yep. like you have to you know um and then my other issue is with how Lorelai responds to Rory's like life decisions and behaviors mm. um because Lorelai has always been very clear like we are friends first, mother-daughter second, but mm-hmm. I am not afraid to pull out the mom card when I need to. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, into adulthood, like, yes, like, like to this age still, like even in your mm-hmm. 20s, like moms still play the mom card. A hundred percent. My 100%. mom still mom cards me all the time. <laughs> And I need it most of the time when that happens, too. But, like, there's no way, based on how Lorelai has responded to Rory's past behaviors in the first seven seasons, Mm -hmm. there's no way that she'd just be, like, not that she'd, like, yell at Rory or be mad at her or anything, but she would definitely question Rory and be like, Rory, what are you doing? Because that's what she does so often when Rory messes up in college. She's like, what are you doing, Rory? Like, this is not who you are. Yeah, you need to think, you need to actually think this through and not just act based on your feelings. Yeah, and, like, she doesn't do any of that. She, like, doesn't parent at all. And Lorelai has always been a friend, but also a parent. Yeah, that's such a good point. I think that in building a storyline where Lorelai is, like, finding herself or whatever, they lost that aspect because it was so focused on Lorelai finding herself yeah. which also which, felt like kind uh, of a, a pointless plot because she I mean she found herself whatever and she found like peace and clarity but like Luke was so worried for no you know what I mean it was yeah. just something wasn't adding up in that situation either you're yeah. so right you're so right it was also such a bummer like Lorelai and Suki built this in and then now it's like struggling and like barely yeah. alive like I didn't like that either it was yes. like why did you choose to make the inn unsuccessful <laughs> Why is everything sad? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay, Amy Sherman Paladino? I'd like to know. And why is everyone acting like they're having a psychotic break? <laughs> and, and everyone is having like big life moments all at once. Michelle is like, I'm going to leave. And Lorelai is like, me too. And Suki's already gone. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then like, I mean, 
this is, I guess this is just diving deeper into the, like, Rory's decisions, but, like, Rory's yeah. affair with Logan, no way. No way. Like, <laughs> it, I mean, it doesn't make any sense on so many levels. One, why would Rory do that? Because she flat out was like, I want to focus on, on my career. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a relationship, whatever. And then on Logan's end, like, she, like, broke his heart. Yeah. Why would he ever, like, it just doesn't make sense. Also, Rory knows better. She's been in this situation before and she knows that it doesn't feel good. Why is yeah, she doing it again? That was like a whole season's worth of plot points, like yep. showing that Rory has learned her lesson and it's never going to do that again. And like, and now here we are and she's doing it again. And now she's pregnant with his kid. Do you think it's Logan's? It's got Amy, be. Amy Sherman Palladino has come out and said like, yeah, yeah I thought that was pretty Logan's. obvious. And the rest of us Which, said it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it it does make sense now. Um, mm-hmm. I think I am after my most recent watch. I think I'm team Jess for me, mm-hmm. team Logan for Rory, because it mm-hmm. does make sense. As much as I love Rory and Jess together, and as much as I think Jess really understands her, I also think like that's the point is that Logan is brings her into this world that Lorelai mm-hmm. spent her whole life running away from. Yeah. You know, and she, like, Rory likes being a part of that world. Mm-hmm. And, and she's good at it. And she is good at it, yeah. And she fits mm-hmm. in there and she, like, has a place there. And so Logan is definitely the match for her, 100%. Yeah. Do you think that if she told Logan that she's pregnant with his kid that he would break up with Odessa? I mean, I would if going off of the fact that she said no to him and he's still willing to like yeah, have a fling with her for so long, I would say yes, it seems like he's pretty attached to her. It does seem like he's kind of looking for any opportunity to keep her at that level of closeness to him. Yeah. But also he's like a high level business exec now so he also would like you know maybe not just to save face yeah because now he's like his dad also i can't imagine i don't know i don't feel like logan is the kind to be doing what he's doing you know what i mean he had his like wild days where he was dating all the girls whatever and then he and rory were serious and he was actually serious about her And now he's dating someone else, but he's like, he and Rory are just using each other. And it's so sad because it doesn't feel like that should be where their character arc led to. You know what I mean? Yeah. They should be better than they were before. It it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I still enjoy watching it, but it doesn't make sense. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. That's just like what I can't go. I watch it. I like hate watch it every time I go through (laughs) all of the seasons. like, None of you can act, and your storylines don't add up, but I'm going to watch it anyways. But I'm going to watch it anyway. And I'm going to feel nostalgic, and I will cry. (laughs) Because Richard died in real life, and Richard is the best character on the entire show. Agreed. Prove me wrong. Prove prove me wrong. You can't. He has, yeah. the best, he has the best one-liners. He is the best character. The best. the best character. And he's always growing, even if it's in a um, 
oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Kind of begrudging way. Yeah. When he realizes he's wrong, he changes his actions to try and be better. And he's loving and he goes about it in the wrong way sometimes. Sure, but don't we all? Yes, exactly. Richard is human, just like all of us here. Just like all of us here. And if you're not a human. If you're a tree. (laughs) I was thinking an alien. Okay. (laughs) If you're a tree who's cognizant, go ahead and give us a call and tell us about your experience. Because I'm nosy and I want to (laughs) know. Do you mess up all the time? Do you show love in all the wrong ways, just like Richard and the rest of us? (laughs) Do you put on your pants one leg at a time? (laughs) (laughs) Caller number one, tell us. (laughs) Tell us how you show love in all the wrong ways. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Speaking of showing love in all the wrong ways, can I tell you something that was so problematic that I saw today? Yes, please. So I was scrolling through reels as one ought to, and I'm getting a tattoo next week. And so I've been doing a lot of, I know, I know I'm getting another tattoo. I went into the mountains without service for four (laughs) days and you're a completely different person. (laughs) Podcasting hasn't changed, but Mariah has. Oh my gosh. Okay. So finish the story and then tell me about the tattoo. Okay, great. So anyhow, um, I've been doing a lot of tattoo research on Pinterest, trying to find things that I like, designs that I'm into, because here's the thing. I have ideas for what I want, but I have no desire to have them done in a way that I don't like to look at. My dad has always said, if you don't want it as art on your wall, you probably don't want it as art on your body. And I think that he's right. Like, yeah, the tattoos fair. that I want are things that, generally speaking, I would want on my walls. So anyhow, I've been doing all this research. So Reels gave me a tattoo idea today. Um, and it's called a, a bite me tattoo. Where you have a loved one bite you. And, oh, then, they take, no. uh-huh, and then they take the indentations and they fill them in. And like print out, you know, he they have to print out the tattoo print to use to trace or whatever. And then they tattoo your teeth marks on that person wherever you wanted it. I hate it's this. Weird. I hate this on so <laughs> many levels. It literally, I watched the whole video and just was like. What? This is literally some like Twilight adult shit. I- like. <laughs> People who never grew out of their, like, got hot topic Twilight phase are getting bite mark tattoos. Or people who have, like, really possessive relationships with their partners. I don't know. I can't imagine saying I want your teeth prints on my body. If MGK and Megan Fox were still together, they would definitely get bite mark tattoos. That's the vibe. That yes. is the vibe exactly. Yes, it but is I watched very MGK Megan Fox. Yes, it is. It totally is. Also, bite marks, from what I understand, are just as identifiable as a fingerprint. Like in the same way that a fingerprint is unique, your bite mark yeah. is unique. True crime, girly. <laughs> Dental records. Dental records are just as good as a fingerprint. So yeah. if you have a if you have a body that has been burned, dental records are your go-to. Are gonna- Wow. Yeah, because that's also 
that's also what they say about if you're being assaulted and you can't like you're fighting off someone bite them and bite hard enough to leave bite marks like leave a wound because those bite marks are going to be identifiable scary which is scary that's a lot but i (laughs) i sent it to a friend and she just sent me a bunch of thumbs down and i said but but think about it like this if i ever go missing and they need my my bite marks to know if it was my teeth that left the bite marks on the tree you're gonna feel bad that you didn't get my teeth on your on your arm have you ever been to the dentist (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) well you should go and then face lie and then they'll have a comparison they'll have a baseline okay (laughs) um okay actually i have an important question for you that's off topic i said bold-faced lie is it bold-faced or bald-faced because a couple of people i was talking to recently said bald-faced lie i was like i think it's bald-faced i think it's bold-faced well i'm gonna look it up Okay, we're doing research. It's getting serious. <laughs> oh, this is a question that other people have asked. Let's see. Is it bald faced? I'm so disappointed. It's bald faced. Okay. The current status of the tree this trio of lie and liar descriptions is this. Both Bold-faced and bald-faced are used. But bald-faced is decidedly the preferred term in published, edited text. Oh, bare-faced lie, as in like B-A-R-E, not rawr bear. Um, (laughs) Bare-faced lie is the oldest and it is still in use, but it's the least common. Wow. I feel like this otherwise would be a bald-faced lie. (laughs) (laughs) Merriam Webster Webster, thank you for that description. Humor. Awesome. So funny. Uh I prefer my dictionary to have jokes in it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This reminds me of like flip off or flick off. You can say both, but one is more used widely. Which one do you say? I think I say flick off, which people have always looked at me funny for that. Uh-huh. I think most people say flip off. Yeah. But I have looked it up and you can't flick off does mean the same thing. It's just not as widely used. That's comforting. My one of my best friends in high school said flick off. And I always thought, I don't know if that's right. But now I know. Yeah. We're just a little bit more in tune with the history of the phrases colloquialisms those kinds of things as we ought to be i think if you have a podcast and you're not aware of them you're maybe just full of bold and you lies. should be a better podcaster <laughs> quit being so dumb we're really throwing that word around a lot tonight huh <laughs> we are um my favorite way to say that something is dumb because sometimes i feel like man dumb is kind of harsh i like saying dumb dumb Because it just feels silly. (laughs) Like, man, I was a real dum-dum today. (laughs) It does feel a lot sillier when you say it a second time. That's for sure. (laughs) It's a little bit more whimsical, if I will. Does that work for everything? Is that just a rule? Like, if you say it twice in a row, it has more whimsy? (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of other words you say twice in a row. 
Shrink, drink. <laughs> podcast, podcast. See, there's some words that are just too much of a mouthful. Like, microphone, microphone. Not cute. Drink, Mike, drink. Mike. Cute. Mike, Mike is. That's cutesy. That that's very cutesy. cutesy. Yeah. Can you make guitar, guitar cutesy? Tartar? No, that's the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you say it as tartar, it's guitar. If you say tartar, it is tartar sauce. But don't you think that might be confusing? The pronunciation is where where the meaning lies. The inflection okay? yes. does everything for it. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's so funny. So what are you getting if not a bite mark tattoo? Okay. <laughs> I'm not getting a bite mark tattoo. I that's not in my future. That um, you know of. I Kelly, if I'm ever if I ever tell you that I'm getting a bite mark tattoo, I need you to say, "Have you thought about that like fully yet? Have you <laughs> really thought that through?" No, I'm gonna encourage you. I'm gonna be yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a year in the life, Lorelai, and be like, "Yeah, I support you. Yeah, that I just great. support you and whatever." <laughs> good, Mariah. <laughs> All I'm saying is that we could get bite mark tattoos together. We could bite our own selves because I don't feel like biting you and I don't think you want to bite me either. And then we have them do the thing and they just print each other's bite marks on each other. I think is that we too should, far? I, I think we should run a giveaway <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> and the winner gets our bite mark tattooed on them. <laughs> this would probably require a lot of waivers. No. <laughs> or just hear me out we can get our bite marks taken and have a tattoo artist do the little thing yeah do their, do their thing so that it could be like emailed over to them so that okay. the tattoo artist could okay do their thing with it or we get a little crazy we might get a little more buy-in if we will get the winner's bite mark tattooed on us. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Imagine telling the story behind that because, you know, people ask about tattoos all the time. Uh-huh. Someone asks you what that is and you're like, oh, it's a bite mark from a fan. <laughs> I have a semi-successful podcast, and <laughs> one of the listeners, this is their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I would honestly get it. It would also be a Twilight reference in my in my case, because I would get it where Bella was bitten by James. <laughs> it would be a double whammy. <laughs> I just think that Bella Swan is the the most craftily created character ever in the history of literature. So I just really see myself in her. So I, I just really relate to her on a lot of levels, like being in love with a one hundred and eight year old vampire, and and I just have this werewolf that loves me but doesn't get the hint that I love a vampire. Actually, all of the men in my life are in love with me. And I, there's, no one gets it. They just don't understand. Also, have you ever thought about the fact, I saw a TikTok recently (laughs) where someone was like, have you ever realized that the whole Twilight Saga is over two years? That's only two years of their lives. 
and all of a sudden they're married with a child. Oh my they're, god. They're like 17 when they meet each other. Romeo and Juliet timeline. Yeah. Yes, to exactly. be fair though, Edward is over 100 years old, so you can't blame <laughs> the guy for moving quickly. <laughs> yes, you can. When he's and she's a dumb teenager. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should not blanket statement say that teenagers are dumb. I take that back. That was a joke. That was a joke. And she is specifically um, impressionable in a way that is more intense than most. He has been around for 108 years. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's just, you know, two years, you know, he's just ready. Nothing. Um, and yeah, she's just an impressionable teenager. So she's like, yeah, this sounds like a really great idea. I think yeah. knowing 17 year old me, I was very impressionable too. If I was yeah. dating a 108 year old vampire and he was like, hey, do you want to get married? I'd be like, hell yeah. Why didn't you ask me day one? <laughs> yes, exactly. A hot 108 year old vampire who looks like he's also 17. We should and make he- that clarification. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just like can't get over that's gonna be so weird. I mean, I guess she's a vampire now. But like, can you imagine like, you're like, in three years, this is gonna be weird that I'm dating him. Like, yes. Yes. mm -hmm. Man, in three years, it's gonna be like, Ezra Fitz and Arya Montgomery. (laughs) We're hitting the trifecta. We've hit the trifecta. That's all. I I can't believe the perfect episode. We are done podcasting. We will never make a great episode like this ever again. Thank you all so much for coming to our TED Talk. It's done. <laughs> In less than 35 minutes, we have talked about the big three. The big three. <laughs> Is that an incorrect explanation of who those of what those stories are to us? <laughs> No, it is the trifecta for sure. Um, I have so many things that I want to say right now. So I yeah. need to like say them. They are not at all related to each other, but also <laughs> all related to what we've talked about so far. So okay, great. Go. I'm ready. In, and then you still also need to tell me about your tattoo. Um, okay. So my first thing uh-huh. is that we were talking about like how like people ask you about your tattoos. Mm-hmm. So... I recently was in Florida, and on the way home from Florida, I had a two-hour layover, and I was just really tired, and it was that point of vacation, you know, where you're just like, I'm just ready to be home. Yep. I just want a fat nap. Mm-hmm. I've been traveling all day. I haven't had a real meal. That was the day I sent you a snap. Yeah. I spent $15 on like a 12 ounce snack mix. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was like, I just want, like, I, I want something relatively healthy, but like yeah. something that tastes good. And I don't want to go to a restaurant or a bar or anything because I'm coming home from vacation. Mm-hmm. And so I found the snack mix and it didn't have a price on it. And I brought it up to the register, and it was, like, $15. So I spent $20 at this store for, like, a snack and a water. Biggest ripoff ever. Right? And I'm just, like, tired, ready to go home. So I'm boarding for my flight, for my layover flight. And the woman behind me decides to strike up a conversation and she asked me about the circle tattoo on my arm uh-huh. and I felt so bad. I was really laughing internally though and I was like Mariah would 
laugh her butt off if she saw this conversation <laughs> happening right now. She was like, is that a sibling tattoo? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, my daughter has one of those. And I, you know, I thought of so many questions. I could have been, I was like, oh, like, oh, I could have been like, how many, how many kids do you have? Yeah. Where does she fall in the line? Do they all have one? All uh -huh. of my siblings, we all have them. It's so fun. We got them together. <laughs> Me and my brothers. And we took my little sister and got hers for her 18th uh -huh. birthday. Oh, you know? You could no. have a whole conversation. And could have had a whole conversation. Instead, I said, oh, cool. <laughs> that does not surprise me at all honestly, i was so tired honestly if you told me that you had that conversation at the beginning of your trip i would have believed that too okay also this was a little bit strategic of me um uh -huh. i am sometimes strategically kind of unbounded to strangers um and i i am I am the type of person that if the situation calls for it, if someone <laughs> needs to be image, I will, I'll take the fall. I'll do it. I don't care. I love that. I um, love that so much. And there are some situations where I feel like it's called for because mm -hmm. I saw this playing out one of two ways. Okay. I'm ready. One is the way I handled it. And I just say, oh, cool. Don't engage mm -hmm. and get on with my day and, you know, maybe be like, I could have been a little kinder, mm -hmm. you know? I wasn't mean, but, like, I could have talked to her a little bit more. She was clearly in a talking mood, right? Yeah. Um. So option one, that is what I went with. Um, option two was engage in conversation, and then this woman, clearly a talker, feels comfortable enough to sit next to me. I fly southwest. It is an open seating policy. You can sit wherever oh. you want on the plane. So strategically, I was like, if I engage her in conversation, mm -hmm. she might feel comfortable enough to sit next to me and talk to me on this whole flight. <laughs> and I am not okay with that. So I was like, that. I'm gonna, I'm just not gonna open up a conversation. I'm gonna mm -hmm. not do not engage, do not engage. <laughs> and then she did. She walked right past me on the flight. She probably was like, wow, she's a little rude. But you know what? I it wasn't i was it was like a i i was boundaries you you were boundaries it was boundaries <laughs> yes that's what i always call you kelly marie boundaries mash exactly. it's your new middle name exactly <laughs> no you know what that makes sense to me i am a chatty person and i always want to be respect because i'm aware that i'm a chatty person and so i want to be respectful of other people on the flight but i also want to be like it's okay for you to talk to me, but I don't want to be the person who makes people think like, oh, she's going to be a chatterbox because I can sit there quietly and read my little book and have my AirPods in. No big deal. I'm happy to be either way. But I also want to be like, it's okay if you'd like to talk to me. Yeah. And I haven't I, found that middle ground yet. I do not mind talking to people on airplanes. Mm -hmm. I've met a lot of cool people on airplanes. I truly yeah. have. I have talked to, like, even by my, like, flying by myself, I've talked to people. Amazing. Um, I tend to, if I am, like, mid-flight boarding, I always seek out um, an, a middle-aged to elderly woman. Oh, I love that. And I've generally always had good conversations. Um, so I'm not, I'm not anti plane talking. I think uh -huh. I'm more open to have a plane conversation if it is the start of my trip. 
Mm-hmm. At the end of my trip, I am so mentally and physically drained that yeah. I just like I have been doing all these fun things, haven't really had any time to myself. Like I just want to zone out, watch a show, yeah, get home. Also, I'm anxious when I fly too. So yeah. like talking to people, like I have I have very specific things I have to do on a flight to like mm-hmm. not absolutely freak out you know yeah you were telling me that last week yeah and so um talking is like not ideal yeah because you can't do your your things that help you stay calm pre-flight ritual (laughs) yeah it's a little bit offensive that talking keeps you from having your little rituals exactly exactly okay before I say my other thing, what yeah. is your tattoo? Great question. Um, So I've got two options. I either want to get the Constellation, the Big Dipper, like on my right here. I don't know how to explain, like my upper arm mm-hmm. on the like front of my arm. But I don't want lines connecting the dots, if that makes sense. I want it to be small enough that you can tell that there's a tattoo there and not just like random dots that might make a shape if you squint your eyes. Um, cause I really don't like the way that they look. I don't like the idea of having that many, that much going on up here. So anyhow, it's either that or it's little sunrises above both of my elbows. Oh, on both the, of those are so cute. Thank you. Which one do you think I should get? I was going to ask if you were taking votes. I, I vote am. For, I vote for the sunrises. You know what? That's what everyone has been saying to me. Yeah. I vote for the sunrises. I'm I'm also going to see if they're willing to just like pop the if they'll do all three for me at once. I mean, they're gonna charge you, but yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, but see, here's the thing. I have a friend who had tattoos done at this place, and she was like, "I have a second tattoo that I'd like to do real quick if you have time." And it was literally, it was just these the really cute little arches on her ankle, and it sort of makes like a little rainbow, but it's just uh, black lines. Um, and the guy was like, yeah, of course. And he barely charged her anything extra for it. Cause it was like, yeah, nothing. I guess. And so it happened to me. I got, when I got my, your mirror ball. Yes. My disco ball. Um, my first tattoo I ever got is a thin line tattoo. And, and so mm-hmm. it's like super, super faded at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was like, do you want, like, since I'm here, like, I'm not going to charge you anything. I'll just touch it up for you. It's going to take, like, five nice. minutes. And I was like, thank you. Sure. That's awesome. So. Yeah. And the like I said, the constellation is just going to be dots. Like, it's yeah. not even going to be so little it, stars. Yeah. They probably, like, it's probably would not. I And, like, that is one of those things where you probably do want to tack it on with that. Because yeah. the minimum tattoo charge at, like, at low-end places is, like, $60 at most yep. places it's like 75 100 so exactly. like it makes sense you might as well get that with another tattoo mm-hmm. instead of paying a hundred dollars for four dots exactly exactly and that's that's what i'm thinking too and i can't imagine i've i've decided i think on the little sunrises that i'm getting and i can't imagine that it's gonna take very long you know what i mean like yeah no it's just I'm gonna sure be- you're doing like line like j- just line yeah. work it's so yeah, no shading mostly because i'm a wimp um, so I won't be doing shading, I think, ever. I'm going to try to avoid it uh, to the best of my abilities. 
but yeah, so I think that's, I think that's what I'm going to do. It also depends on how long it's going to take. I'm going with a friend on a Monday night. So the tattoo shop does walk-ins every day of the week, which is just awesome for our area. It doesn't happen up here very often. So yeah, it's it's hard to find walk-in places. Yeah. And I know that they do quality work, so I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. I almost got a tattoo. <gasps> when? Very spur of the moment uh-huh. on August 1st. Was it there, a Taylor Swift tattoo? No. Oh. It was <laughs> It was a like fangirl tattoo though, for sure. Um, which, so there are two tattoos that I have in mind that I want to get next. And this Mm -hmm. is one of them. Like I've, I've wanted to get this tattoo for years. Um, my favorite band is the main and I've been saying, is it the main? And I've been listening to them for 16 years. It's amazing. And they just came out with a new album. So their big thing, they created their only, I think maybe one of their records was produced by a label, but then like immediately they were like, nope, we want to be independent. So wow. they created their own label and their label is called 8123. Um, and it has to do with like in their very first album, there's a lyric that's like 8123 means everything to me. Basically they met in this parking garage or like this parking garage is like mm-hmm. where they used to like hang out, mess around, you mm-hmm. know? And so it like meant a lot to them. They formed this band when they were teenagers um, and that was the address of the parking garage was 8123. Oh. Um, and then now it's their they they own that label. And mm-hmm. then under that label is where they like produce other albums and everything. Um, so I want to get their 8123 logo because I feel uh-huh. like it, I feel like it's subtle. You know, like I don't yeah. want I have too many words on my body already. I don't want something that's overtly like the main rock on. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, and so I like 8123 because it's like simple could mean anything you know yeah um and so they just released their new record yeah their ninth studio album it is just called the main it's self-titled and they released it on 8123 and it was 8123 day and so i was like it is only appropriate that i go get this tattoo today right uh-huh um and then i i didn't but it is gonna be one of my one of my next tattoos but i did get concert tickets to their concert so frick yeah that's so exciting yeah yeah dude that's mm-hmm. i'm excited for you thank you thank you <sighs> incredible yeah i was thinking maybe like the concert will be the push to be like Usually wintertime is when I'm like, I'll go get a tattoo. I'll make irresponsible <laughs> decisions, you know? So I'll That's see the amazing. concert and then I'll be like, this is my moody time of year. Time to get a tattoo. <laughs> time to get a tattoo. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. And for me, so I got my first tattoo this spring. I know you're an addict already. I, That's why I was like, you're getting another one. You just got one. No, I know. Well, let's see. Here's the problem. I I feel like I'm at a big spot of transition in my life. And so I'm like, all right, great. I'm just going to do this now so that in the weeks to come, when I'm like moving into this next phase of my life, I'm moving into it kind of like on my own terms in the way that I want to. I'm I've not actually it. thought about that. Shut it up. <laughs> 
a little dangerous um, with sunshine and flowers and constellations. I'm so um, edgy. <laughs> I, hear me roar. Ah, um, no, I and I haven't actually thought that idea out, but but truly, like that's kind of how it feels. Is like, yeah, I'm going to step into this next part of my life the way that I want to. Speaking of the way that I want to, that makes sense to me. Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Have you heard the phrase sticker sleeve in terms of tattoos? Uh, no. Okay, so you know how you can have a sleeve, right? Like a full arm tattoo, whatever. It's really popular right now, I think, to do something called a sticker sleeve, where it's essentially a sleeve of tattoos. It's just all the random tattoos. Yeah, exactly. And like they're sort of small and just they look cohesive. And I'm not going to lie to you, I might do that someday. I really like how it looks. The jump from I'm going to get my first tattoo <laughs> to I'm going to get a sleeve one day. That j- Every single person makes that jump. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's insane. So it is, it's, it's canon first tattoo <laughs> mindset jump. You get one tattoo, and yeah, I'm probably going to get sleeves on both of my arms before I die. Well, you kind of have sticker sleeves. Like, you're on your way to that. Yeah, I do. That's why the, so the next couple of tattoos that I have planned out, mm-hmm. like, the eighty-one twenty-three, and then the other one, they kind of go into that, so. Kelly, you have sticker sleeves. I want to be just like you when I yeah. grow up. My sticker sleeve is going to be on my left uh-huh. arm, because I already have, yeah. like, the kind of random things. And then on my right arm, I would eventually like to turn this into a floral half sleeve, I think. I've toyed with it, but I do really like the vine Yeah, on its own. So I don't know. Well, and that's the tricky thing. When, when you get a tattoo, I mean, like, this is super no-duh, but you can't you can't undo it. I mean, you can, but it's painful and takes a long, long time. I don't want to undo it is what I'm saying, but... You make a decision and you've got it's on your body five ever. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's then you, you reach a point. See, you are at the I've got one tattoo. I'm going to have <laughs> sleeves mindset right now. Uh-huh. But you're still like, I got to be careful. These are forever. What am I? Where am I going to put these? <laughs> and then you will at some point. You know, actually, maybe not, because I've never thought about my tattoos at all. So maybe I'm making crap up right now. Um, but at some point, you reach a mindset where you're like, "Yeah, sure, what's another tattoo? Just throw it on there, you know? <laughs> I also like the idea of having some tattoos that are just there because they're pretty. Like, they yeah. don't mean anything, but I yeah. just like how they look and I want them on my body if I've ever. That's like all of my tattoos. but i want someone to ask someday specifically and i want to have a tattoo that i change the story every time i talk about it (laughs) (laughs) because i just think that things like that are fun for example well not for example but i you and i have talked about how we love the like the bit we love sticking to the bit um i know someone who works at fedex and i made this joke with him like I think you should start telling everyone that every package at FedEx is kissed by one of the employees that (laughs) that handles it. (laughs) Like you all have your own brand of chapstick. That's how much packet, just because they're sent with extra love. (laughs) 
And I bring that up every time I speak with this person. Every time. I'm like, so how are the packages? Have you been giving them their little forehead kisses before they go on the the big scary (laughs) trucks? He's like, that's not my job, Mariah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It makes sense. So you're gonna get a you're gonna get a tattoo for the bit. Exactly. Exactly. And who knows, maybe it'll be a bitten tattoo. Get it? Bit bite. (laughs) (laughs) I got a bite mark tattoo for the bit. (laughs) Can you imagine? Can you imagine committing to the bit so hard that you're like, yeah, go ahead, bite me. Go ahead, do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) Fine, bite, go ahead, do it. Do it. I dare you. (laughs) Do you want to? You questioned how committed I am to the bit? I'll show you. Bite me right now. (laughs) And then drive me to the fastest tattoo shop because we got to get it done quick. I know a place that does (laughs) walk-ins. I know two places. So there. We'll get it done. It'll be fine. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You said that you had something else you'd wanted to talk about. Yeah, I, we've gone way off track. I love it. I want to hear what your last topic was, if you want to share it still. Are you ready to completely change topics? <laughs> and hit the quad... Quadfecta. Quadfecta. <laughs> ah, that sounds like a Stranger Things character. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> Quadfecta. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm ready. Okay. Ready. So you made a comment about being like, oh my gosh, every single boy is in love with her, you know? About- <laughs> yeah. uh, and it just reminded me of the- I just watched the most recent episode of The Summer I Turned Pretty. I have not watched any of the episodes of this. Oh, of the new season? I haven't watched any of it at all. Isn't it on Amazon Prime? You haven't watched it? I thought you'd watched it. No, no. I want to, but I don't have Prime. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. So what I'm hearing is that I need to just get an account for Amazon Prime just yeah. to watch. Even if it's like a 30-day trial or something. Is it really good? Like, and I, when I say good, I mean like Outer Banks. It's so enjoyable, I can't stop yes. watching. Kind I of mean, good. it's like I mean, it's it's Jenny Han. You know, oh, like I love Jenny Han. You need to watch this show. It is so good. It is so wait. good. But oh, this makes me so sad because I thought you'd watched it, and I was like, Mariah's gonna love this. <sighs> but. You won't get it, so I can't say it. But basically, it has something to do with that. It's just typical teenage story like, oh, yeah, okay, guys are just falling (laughs) all over her. That never happened to any of us in high school, okay? You know? If that did happen to you in high school, can you genuinely please call us and tell us what that felt like? Because that is not my experience of high school. (laughs) I did not have that experience of high school. I feel like I've... From all the stories that I've heard of people that did actually, you know, have relationships and, like, Mm -hmm. put themselves out there in high school, every time Mm -hmm. I hear stories, I don't know if they regret it or not, you know, but every time I hear those stories, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy with my decision. I don't feel like I missed out on anything, (laughs) you know? Yeah, 
Yeah, I feel like yeah. the dating, even the conversations about dating that I had with my friends in high school, like, oh, I like yeah. this boy, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it was so much drama, no matter I'm, what. Yeah. I was like, I'm good just like fangirling over here. Yeah, I'm really good just saying, oh my gosh, look at how cute he is. I was just obsessed with band members, you know? Like, I was going to marry mm. John Cornelius O'Callaghan V, who is the lead singer of The Main. Of The Main. <laughs> yes. The um, only reason I knew that is because I knew he had a ridiculously long name and that you knew it. It's such a ridiculous name, isn't it? Uh. <laughs> is that his, like, given name? His, like, birth certificate original name? Yeah, he goes by Jono, though. I mean, that makes sense. Wouldn't it be funny if he demanded <laughs> that everyone call him his full name all the time? <laughs> you must call me John Cornelius O'Callaghan V. <laughs> imagine he's your one call from like jail and you're calling him hey john and he no try it again no not this john come on i'm in jail i don't care you have to say my whole name this is actually the story behind dial drunk (laughs) the person was too drunk to say his full name so he hung up and even the cops thought you were wrong for hanging up it's true. Noah Khan, if you're listening, we love you. I'll die a drunk, I'll die a drunk, I'll die alone. Such a good song. <laughs> also, doesn't that just like scratch a good spot in your brain? The I'll die a drunk, I'll die a drunk. I literally cannot listen to that song one time. Like I have, if I listen to it, <laughs> I have to re-listen to it. And yes. Like one scream sing through that song. No, not enough. It, no, it's not enough. It'll never be enough. No. Never enough. Never enough. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree with you. I am the same way. I'm the exact same way. I would get Jono's name right, though, so... <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you'd get a, his bite tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably do that, too. I... No, as this in, in this day and age, I wouldn't. But if bite mark tattoos were a thing when I was like sixteen, I would have been like, "Jono, bite me." Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm so grateful that if they are going to be an actual thing, because who knows, maybe this was just like a weird one-off reel. But if they're going to be a popular thing, I'm so glad that my prefrontal cortex is fully like, developed. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, like at least close to fully developed, if not completely fully developed. So that I don't decide to get one of those. Yeah. There's no part of me at this age that is like, yeah, I want to do that. Like zero part, you know? Yeah. Much earlier, I would have been like, I know this is a bad idea, but I want to do it anyways. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like choosing the person who's bite mark. Like that's so personal. I don't know. That just seems like a lot, a lot of pressure for one tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, like, how do you decide that, like, I want this person's dental records on me forever? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a great, I think, I think it was, like, someone's partner. Like, is that that what love is? I don't think that's what love is, because. I hope not. (laughs) It can't be. That can't be what love is. I want to know what love is. (laughs) We're having such a musical episode tonight. What is this? 
All I'm saying is that Taylor Swift herself told us what love is, and it's wanting to wear his initial on a chain around your neck, not because he owns you, but because he really knows you. Harry we Styles. All know that that's love. Was it Harry? I'm pretty sure that was Harry Styles. I thought that was about Joe. I thought it was about Harry Styles. <gasps> no, no, you- no, 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 no. You're right. The paper airplane, paper airplane necklace. Is oh, that makes Harry sense Styles. To me. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I got the boyfriends mixed up. <laughs> How dare you? My bad. Speaking of the boyfriends, not even. Speaking of Taylor, 1989, dude. Okay, seriously? <laughs> the freaking worst week in the world to have zero service. I didn't have yeah. service for four days. <laughs> I get into service and I'm like, I, like, I don't, like, what happened? Did it, I wouldn't have been surprised if someone was like, <laughs> America isn't a country and aliens came to Earth. Like, they did say that aliens came to Earth. Shut up. During that week, but wasn't that what the government said recently? I mean, like, yeah, recently they've said that. But yeah, but they haven't like landed. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if oh, they were like, sure. aliens are now trying to integrate into society, you know? Because <laughs> uh, we know they're real now. So, exactly. Our suspicions but, have been confirmed. Yeah. And then I, we, we come out, you're a completely different person. <laughs> Maui is gone. Yeah. Which is devastating. Which I still have not like read articles, but like everything I've seen, like I don't even want to read articles because everything I've seen is just like so horrible. So it's yeah. like that happened. I missed mm-hmm. that huge event. Um, yep. And then also it's like, I found out like, Two, I had had service for like two days and I was like, Taylor's re-releasing 1989? No one told me? This is, I think, the first time that I have not texted you immediately when I found out. Because in my brain you knew and I forgot that you weren't in service. Why why didn't you call Glacier National Park and send a park (laughs) ranger to my campsite? It would have been faster to tell the trees, Kelly, and I'm sorry I didn't think of any of it. You just tell one little tree in your town and tell them to pass the message along. It might take a while because there are zero trees in North Dakota, but it would eventually find its way. Okay? It'd have to go up through Canada probably. Probably. Yeah. That would be the route I would take. Honestly, me too. Kelly, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't tell you. It's okay. I'm really excited about it though because – that album, I think, 1989 and Reputation, I think, are the most, like, nostalgic albums for me. Yeah. I realized that I had... So I listened all the way through 1989 last year, right? Because that was my my Taylor Swift year. I listened to her whole, her whole discography in that year, whatever. But outside of that and the day that we watched it or listened to it in Gunnison, Colorado, the day that it initially came out, I hadn't really gotten into 1989 but when she announced the re-release, I was like, this is not going to be another speak now for me. I'm going to listen to it so that I know the song so when they come out, I can jam because I'm excited. Kelly, 1989 has moved up in the ranks for me. It is it is banger after banger, hit after hit. Good album. People sleep on this album, myself included previously. Myself included previously. People sleep on this album significantly less than they sleep on Lover. I have also been listening to Lover, Lover. all the way through. I I mean, I think I said this in our episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, unpop- like, Lover's in my top three albums. 
I can't tell you how annoyed I am that people are like just discovering Cruel Summer. Like, okay, I've been (laughs) scream singing this in my car since the day it was released. Uh Get out of your fake fans. Why is it just on the radio? Oh my gosh, probably because people are scream singing it 70,000 people at a time in venues every single weekend, multiple times a weekend. Well, yeah, but like, okay, still, this was four albums ago. (laughs) What? You know what? I am guilty of that. I didn't didn't listen to Lover, and then because I liked Cruel Summer, you know what? For me, I didn't like that song very much because it didn't, I didn't like get it. I didn't take the time to actually listen. Um, but when, when that song started becoming popular again, I guess I started actually listening to it. I was like, oh my gosh, this song is a banger. So I'm a fake fan and I'm okay with that. But what I will say. No, 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 you're not a fake fan. It's okay. Um, (laughs) but I do think that lover never got the recognition it deserved. You're no, you're so right. And that's what I'm realizing. When you had said that lover was in your top three during our Taylor Swift episode, I was like, okay don't understand but like okay and now i get it it's so good i have been listening to that all the way through and on repeat i got a speeding ticket listening to that album (laughs) (laughs) as one ought to i was so in like (laughs) this is lover taylor's version kelly's version World Wide Concert, <laughs> brought to you by Toyota Corolla. And driving as fast as I can without realizing it. And the cops are apparently not Taylor fans. That's kind of offensive. What? You know what I've really, <laughs> you know what I've really been enjoying? On social media, when people call Taylor Blondie, I just think it's so funny. <laughs> like, Blondie made an earthquake happen. Blondie's bringing back the economy. <laughs> I love that, A, we all know who you're talking about, and B, like, that's such a funny nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Taylor, what a gal. Queen. Queen. Queen Taylor. We love her. I want to see her. I have been seeing reels and TikToks of her concerts still, obviously, and watching them makes me miss the concert, and I want to go back and do it again. It but I also don't want to take. Night. It was such a fun night. I also don't want to take someone else's spot at a concert who didn't get to go the first round. I thought it would be so cool to get tickets for New Orleans or Miami, but I was thinking about it, and even if I could get pre-sale tickets for an affordable price. Mm-hmm. Plane tickets and hotels are going to be jacked up uh-huh. for that weekend. So I like the tickets might be affordable, but then the everything else would be not super affordable. It's true. So. so we hope that if you're listening to us in one of the states that has Taylor coming next year or the different countries, um, we hope that you enjoy it and that you have such a good time and then let us know how it goes. Yeah. I just still like Sabrina Carpenter is going to be the opener in South America. Are you kidding me? I'm so bummed we missed her concert in the cities. Me I wish too. I would have just taken the time off of work and gone. Hindsight. Next time, next time she comes around. Hindsight is 2020. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> next time we'll see her. 
yeah, next time. Next time we'll see her. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Kelly, is it time for the Stars Hollow Gazette? I think it is. We've talked about it so much. <laughs> Part of that is also because we have not gotten to talk for like two weeks. Yeah. Two and a half weeks. <laughs> like what? we've texted. We've texted back and forth, of course, but we haven't gotten to like actually just catch up and chat. So no. you're all welcome. And you, you became a whole different person. And you can't just I'm gonna have a text sleeve. someone like, hey, I'm sorry we're gone for four days, um, but <laughs> I am getting a sleeve next week. <laughs> I've turned into a dum-dum and also I'm getting a sleeve next week. <laughs> well, an insane turn of events. <laughs> Bring your drink, drink. Come hang. Okay, so Stars Hollow Gazette, it hasn't mm-hmm. come up at any other point, so I will tell you the Yeti story. Oh my gosh, Kelly, tell me the whole Yeti story, you guys. Okay. Can so- I just tell them all that I, can I tell them what I know? <laughs> um. Yes, I was going to say I went to Glacier and I ran into a Yeti on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> And the trees didn't warn me because they're gossips, but, like, they also like extra drama. (laughs) The trees just wanted to see how I'd react. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Okay, no. Tell us, the listeners, us, the whatever, what you know. So I knew that Kelly was going on this trip. I've been knowing about it. And then the day before, I know that she's probably going to be out of service because she's actually camping Um, I get a text from her and it's a picture of a beautiful green Yeti cooler. It's green, right? Yeah. And actually I am, it's an Arctic. It's not a Yeti. Oh, well, you could have tricked me. they're the same thing. So. Yeah. Anyhow, so I get a picture of this cooler, but upon further viewing of it, it is melted shut. And all the caption that Kelly, all that Kelly said was, like something about the the tailpipe melted the cooler and that's all of our food for the whole week. And I, in my little non-camping heart of hearts said, don't go. A, that seems like a bad sign. And B, what are you going to do without your cooler full of cooled foods? So tell us the rest. What happened? Yeah. Okay. So um, I too was like, this is an omen. Not a good omen. <laughs> we should turn around right now. Uh, literally, like, we got in the car that next day, and I was like, I'm gonna die on this trip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it it is bad, though, because, like, you know, I do really have to assess now, like, okay, is this actually a sign that I'm gonna die, or is this anxiety talking? Turns, I'm alive, so it was the anxiety talking, it was not a bad omen. Fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just a little thing called anxiety. But we drove to Glacier National Park. It was like, if we're rounding up, it was basically 20 hours there, 20 hours back. Oh I think it's gosh. like something like 18 hours or something, but we took the long way coming home. So it was like 40 hours in the car. Um, so we stopped our first night. We drove to Dickinson, North Dakota, and that was probably like a seven-hour drive. And my dad had purchased one of those 
like three foot trailers. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like truly a trailer. It's just like a little extra space attached yeah. to the hitch and it's like metal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had fit most of the stuff in my dad's SUV and then we just put the cooler on the hitch mm-hmm. and we drove seven hours, made a couple of stops. We get out of the hotel after seven hours of driving and we are ready to unload and we're going to put the cooler into the trunk for the night. Mm-hmm. And my brother is taking it off and he like feels something and it's like really hot. So he's like, what the hell is that? Turns it mm-hmm. around. Um, it, the bag was like the like trailer bag. Uh-huh. was fused to the cooler and so oh we could see that clearly this had been burned i am honestly shocked that it didn't start on fire it was so bad yeah. the bag was like singed and like actually fused to the cooler i have no <laughs> idea how like that didn't just like burst into flames For but real. so then we inspect closer and the tailpipe the the hitch didn't clear the tailpipe. No. It's like even with it. So the tailpipe, no. and it's like a big tailpipe on mm-hmm. my dad's car, was just for seven hours blowing exhaust like two inches from this cooler the entire oh day. Yeah. So we open up <sighs> the bag. The top of the bag is accessible. Mm-hmm. And then we see the picture that I sent you the cooler is just entirely melted and it's melted shut we hadn't gone grocery shopping yet it wasn't our groceries but it had all of our cooking supplies it had our our stove it had our utensils it had our whatever i'm like in glacier yeah it had the it had the little greenies like the propane tanks too i don't know how those did not explode um it's we're actually probably lucky that it was an arctic Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, the Arctics and the Yetis are, like, so thick. If it had yeah. been, like, an old Coleman or something, like, 100%, Gosh. there would have been a fire. There would have been, like, a propane explosion or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I think we were saved by the fact that it was, like, a quality cooler. And so the outside was completely melted. But, yeah, we noticed that it melted shut. And we're like, oh. there's literally no getting into this. And, like, there's a fire ban in Glacier National Park. So, like, you have uh-huh. to bring a stove to cook on, right? Yeah. Like, we don't have the option of just picking up some Having, utensils and cooking yeah. over the fire. And so oh. we obviously my brother was really upset. This like these coolers mm-hmm. are expensive. This is a nice yeah. cooler. They've only had it for a year. Um oh. and yeah, so then we get it in the car and then also we're like, well, we're out of the trailer hitch space. We just have to put everything in the car now too because yeah. it's right next to the tailpipe. This is going to happen to anything. Oh, my God. Yeah, so then the next morning, and this is, like, seven hours into our eight-day trip. (laughs) Great. um, Then the next day, we had to figure out how to open it up. So we went to Menards, and we bought a, like, oscillating multi-tool. We just Uh bought a power tool. We found a plug-in on the front of the building, so we drove our car up, and we just used this power tool right in front of I do have video of it. And we just used this power (laughs) tool to open it up. We did get it open. The inside was fine. All of the cooking gear wow. and everything was fine. And we actually were able to use it as a cooler. It like kept Stop. the ice cold and stuff too. Yeah. So that's a testament to Arctic's, I guess. They're well oh built. Oh my gosh. Sponsor us, Arctic. Yeah. Wow. 
But yeah, it was a little a little rough going for a moment there. So, but everything oh was fine. My gosh. That's bananas. I what? Yeah. Oh, and then irony of all ironies, we can't use the hitch anymore. We had plenty of space in the car. We didn't even need the hitch at, at all anyways. No. We could have just put the cooler in the car from the get-go. It would have been fine. And yeah. No. Yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. So if you are gonna be going on a long road trip and you decide to purchase one of those hitch things, make sure it clears the exhaust. For real. Dude, that's terrifying. I'm so glad that it was so thick because that propane would have been bad news left and right. A hundred percent, yeah. We were kind of lucky. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things, yeah. Yeah, I could have been a lot worse for sure. I'm so glad you're safe. I'm also so glad you're back in civilization. <laughs> Me too. It was fun. <laughs> it was good to yeah. see mountains, but... yeah. Civilization is, it's not really nice, but, you know, it's nice. <laughs> the trees gossip less out here. I don't know. Yeah, there's just, yeah, something about those trees in Glacier. Man, they got attitude. <laughs> okay, oh what's your update? What's your news update, girl? Man, now I don't know. I feel like I had something in my head. And now I don't have it. Did I tell you that I got a record player? Did I say that on the podcast? Yes, for your birthday. Did I say that on the podcast already? Wow. I'm. Yeah. That's the only news that I have, except actually I take that back. Um, one of my friends from college got me the Evermore album set oh. for my birthday, and it was very sweet of her, and I'm so excited to listen to it. Fun. <laughs> yeah, because I've also been listening to Evermore. I, like... I just all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I just want all of these things. So good. So anyhow, very excited, very happy to have that album. I think that's my Stars Hall Gazette for this week. That's a good album to have on vinyl. It is. It's I'm so excited. Yeah. Wow. So exciting. All right. Well, we're back at it. Back at it again. And no more <laughs> vacations for me, at yeah. least. So Yeah, I was going to say, things might... We'll see. We'll see how things go for me after I get my, my sticker sleeve tomorrow or Monday or whenever. <laughs> All Gosh. right. I want pictures of the bite mark tattoo. <laughs> if I do get a sticker sleeve, I feel like now that we've had this whole conversation, I have to get a bite mark tattoo. Absolutely. Okay, great. As long as we're on the same page, maybe I'll get like some little flowers in the middle of it. Yes. Right? Or like a Twilight quote, maybe. <laughs> or a cigarette. <Yep. laughs> what? That'd be artsy. That'd be so artsy. Are you kidding me? That'd be so grunge. Am I grunge though? I know that I've changed a lot, Kelly, but do you think I'm actually grunge? I don't know if I could pull that off. I feel like you often are like, I'm in my grunge phase or like, <laughs> I'm, I have my grunge look on today. 
<laughs> okay, that's a really good point. I do. I do do that, huh? I'll think about it. Okay. I'll think about it, Kelly. Okay. And while I'm thinking about it, everyone who's listening should rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to our podcast. Yes. They should follow us on social media if you don't already. Absolutely. And also, please follow us wherever you listen to us on the podcast. Because when you follow us and you rate us and review us, it helps us. And we would be forever grateful. The last thing that I'm going to tell you that I really want you to do is give us a call. And if you're so inclined, just talk to the trees. See what they have to tell you. And then let us know what they say. (laughs) This is a good prompt. I think we're going to get a lot of calls on this one. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear your calls. So excited. Let us know your thoughts on butterscotch pudding. Just call in. And if you're a fan, say butterscotch. And if you're not a fan, say screw Kelly. (laughs) Or they could say the flavor that they do like instead. Okay, fine. I just think that's going to be a little bit less negative and hurtful. (laughs) That's true. Okay. (laughs) And if you don't like pudding, um, I guess you can still vote hypothetically. If you don't like pudding, don't call us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Remember, only hot girls have ADHD. But not all hot girls have ADHD. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, y'all. Remember to check the description for this month's book club pick. Deuces. Bye. Bye. Love, Love you. <laughs>